Hi, everyone, and welcome to Cup of Three. My name is Ashley. I'm, of course, joined by my co-hosts, Agu and Mabel. Today is a very, very special recording. We are very honored and excited to spend some time today with Dr. Allie, who is a speech language pathologist and board certified behavior analyst. And she is also a big fan of Married at First Sight, and she's going to give us the down low on what's happening with some of these couples who are having some communication struggles. So Dr. Allie, welcome. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. Um, do you mind just giving everyone uh, just kind of a, a debrief of what you do and what your world is like um, for those who aren't familiar with you? Yeah. So my background, like you were saying, is in speech pathology and behavior analysis. So basically, I'm really good at analyzing like miscommunications or social mishaps. And I initially started working with people on the autism spectrum. And I still work a lot with people on the autism spectrum, um, adults and dating, kind of like if you've ever seen the show Love on the Spectrum mm-hmm. on Netflix, that's kind of what I do most of the time. And then okay. I started to see that, you know, people in my life were kind of doing the same communication. Um, they had some difficulties in their relationships, right? I feel like a big source in relationships is the way you communicate. So mm-hmm. then I've started to shift to look at how everyone is approaching communication with each other because it's kind of the same patterns. We're just not taught to sit and think about that or the social skills that are part of that. Yeah. 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 So you're able to break that down. So when you watch shows like Married at First Sight, you're like, oh, I know what's happening here. And we're just like speculating on our side. (laughs) I mean, I think I know what's happening. But yeah, no, I there are times where I'm like, oh, gosh, I don't know if I would have said that. (laughs) That, that happens a lot, especially yeah. season 11, which we want to talk about with you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. So we've, we've really enjoyed this season so far. I feel like we have a lot of really great people, some really cool couples, like different types of people that we don't always see on TV, which has been like kind of cool and refreshing. Yeah. Um, so there's a couple a couple couples in particular yeah. who are definitely <laughs> struggling with that communication piece. Um, so first I want to talk about Brett and Olivia, because one of the big things that they seem to be butting heads on a little bit is their approaches with money, mm-hmm. where Olivia makes a, a decent living for herself. She's a uh, nurse practitioner, I believe. Mm-hmm. And she kind of has the mindset of um, taking whatever disposable income she has and just kind of spending on entertainment, you know, living her life and enjoying it. And Brett is not making as much money and his his approach is much more in like paying down the house and like these kind of serious things. But when they're talking about it, it's clear that they're not really connecting on why they see things so differently. So what do you see when they're talking about those things? Well, first of all, I see, I think, you know, if you have a person who likes to spend and save, that can actually be a beautiful thing, right? Like that's, that can be a really great match. Um, Mm -hmm. In my own household, I am the spender and my fiance is the saver. And he is also an engineer like Brett. And I noticed some similar ways of communicating very um, black and white. Like you're either going to budget or you're not, right? Or you're going to save or you're not. And if you choose to maybe take a spin class, then you're saying, I'm not saving for this. And I don't think that's how... Olivia was thinking about her money. I think she was thinking about it in a way of, well, I I am earning this. And sometimes the experience of maybe, I don't know, going on a trip. It sounded like she liked trips, concerts, mm-hmm. but experience to her 
is worth the money. Whereas for him, it seemed a little bit more tangible, right? Like owning a home, which totally respectable. I understand why that would be a goal. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think the difference is, is they weren't communicating what their needs were, right? So for her, it's like, I want to spend this money because having an experience with you matters so much to me. That would make me feel so happy. This Mm -hmm. is what I, you know, this is what's going to make me feel really close and in love with you. And for him, I think he wasn't able to communicate that, like, knowing that we have money in the bank or knowing that I can rely on you to maybe cook three nights a week instead of going out would provide me so much safety that Mm -hmm. I would feel a lot better. Instead, they kind of did that sarcastic short thing with each other and it just nothing really got said. Whereas I think you know, Brett was really coming from a place of fear. It wasn't being communicated well. And then um, I think Olivia got defensive. And I get that anytime someone tries to make you change your habits that you didn't even really see as a negative habit. That's hard. Something I thought was interesting, though, was when Olivia brought up a way of budgeting that also includes her, you know, activities. So when she was approaching Brett and saying, hey, like, this is how I'm thinking responsibly about money. Maybe we can also spend this extra money to go to like the zoo or go bowling. What are your thoughts on something like that when they kind of came to a, came to a common ground? I mean, I think that was genius on Olivia's point. Um, I also think what might have been coming up and wasn't communicated was maybe that Brett wasn't able to provide in certain ways that he wanted or be in a place that he wanted. Um, And that could have been subconscious. I don't even know if he was thinking that, but I wonder if that's where his defensiveness kind of came in when she would want to modify a budget to address some of those activities. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's a values conversation too. Like it seems like I remember in Brett's interview, the reason he wanted to be in a relationship is he wanted someone to like cook with and be with and none of his things talked about like going places where I think that's a huge value for her to go out and do things. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting. Their dynamic, I guess I didn't realize just how set your thoughts are on money. It's almost like religion Mm -hmm. in a certain way of like how you view money. And I, I totally empathize with both their views like I definitely see the appeal of hey let's prepare for the future and set roots down and it seems like he you know he's coming at it from a point of view if he wants to have kids so he wants to have some type of stability beforehand but then I understand her side of it in terms of hey like I money helps to get experiences. I want to get as many experiences as possible and and like enjoy your life and enjoy it. Yeah. And like not burn out (laughs) because you're doing the same thing constantly. Um, But like you said, that could work if they compromise. Do you think the communication was the reason why they couldn't see that? Yeah, there seemed to not be a lot of compromising. And I think, you know, it's much easier to compromise with someone when you see their um, behaviors out of love, right? Like, I know you're kind of fighting me on this budget because you love me and our family so much that you want us to have money for the future, right? And like, if he maybe was able to get to the place like, you love me and know me and know that I sometimes need to go on a vacation, so I'm gonna trust you and we're gonna put money towards this. Or if they could just have a conversation around, like, I don't know if Olivia ever got to a point where she was able to say like, these are the things I need. You know, for some women, it's like, I'm getting my hair dyed. I can't give that one up. Sorry. 
or like, um, I need to, yeah, <laughs> nails. I like, there's just some things where it's like, you will never understand this, but I need this and I'll be grumpy <laughs> if it doesn't happen. Right. Um, or, you know, for me, I didn't realize how much I loved travel until the pandemic. Like I was like, whoa, this is something really missing in my life. Um, and, you know, figuring and if once Olivia knows that about herself, that's helpful because she can communicate it um, now with a new partner. And if she was with Brett, like letting him know these are the things I can't um, shake on, but maybe we don't have to go out to eat that often. Maybe it's two times a month yeah. for a date, you know? I'm hearing a lot of things come out of this, whether it's trust and stability and fear. How do you think maybe there can be more communication around those underlying issues? Because it, it, maybe it's coming out in the sense of how each handles money. But when you think about it, it's also because of worry and, and lack of trust or just that kind of thing. What are your thoughts on that? So that one's hard. I think that um, it really, you need to be in a super um, safe, secure, loving relationship. I also think you need to be aware of what your stuff is, right? So like, I know I can get defensive pretty easily. And if I know that, then I can kind of take a step back and be like, wait, maybe my partner's not actually trying to attack me. They're bringing something up in neutrality, but I'm feeling like it's an attack. You know, like, I think it seemed like Olivia was getting to the point where if Brett was talking about budgeting and money. She was just like, oh, I feel like you're imposing this on me. And he was kind of like, she just, you know, she's frivolous with her money. And that's hard to, I think maybe his word choices could have been better at times. It seems like he was sort of talking down to her for how she spent her money. Um, yeah. But, you know, there's a lot of identity with money, right? Like your choices around that people define themselves a little bit by. So he was attacking her although I don't think he felt he was I think he thought he was attacking just this is your budgeting not you but for most people they can't separate yeah that. and I think that's what makes it so hard in like the the context of this show specifically because they are still building trust like you're talking about how you can have those conversations mm-hmm. when you have that foundation of a loving relationship a safe space and you can talk about the hard stuff and know that like, you know, the other person, ideally, you're probably not talking about this stuff on like second, third date, you know, but like, they're kind of in that weird overlap space. So like, how do you think that affects? Like, how would you recommend that they approach those conversations, given that they're still in the process of building that trust? Hmm. I mean, that's so hard. I mean, most people don't even reveal their, you know, like, deep, deep, dark money secrets until they're moving in or they're getting engaged or something, right? It's like, actually, I'm going to get financially naked now and there's a lot going on here or there isn't. Um, So I think the best way to approach any of those conversations with Married at First Sight is very much like, hey, maybe we should have a glass of wine. We're each going to talk about where we are. There is no judgment. I mean, I think a person literally has to say there is no judgment because let's say you have some credit card debt regardless of how you feel about it personally, the world kind of judges that. So you're going to feel inferior about saying it, right? So like, they just have to kind of be like, this is no judgment, we're putting it on the table and working on it together. I I love how we're being so uh, understanding um, (laughs) on Brett. Like, I understand. So I, I, I definitely get his point of view. But I could see sometimes he was so sarcastic that you could see she was like boiling, you know? And I wonder if coming from a family that likes to like joke around mm-hmm. on each other, 
I, I definitely get, and it seems like his family is quite similar in that way. I definitely get that instinct, but you got to throw in some like earnestness at some point. You can't just all be joke, mm. joke, joke. Like, how do you actually feel? <laughs> well, and that's kind of, I felt like what she was saying to him a lot, right? Yeah. Like she would keep being like, I can't read you. And, you know, I think his friend said something at the end too about like, he wishes he would take other people's perspectives. I think he literally said, I wish he would think about other people sometimes. Um, so I do think that's hard. I think his go-to is being sarcastic and he just yeah. thinks that he's communicating. I mean, the fact that he left, right? And she didn't get that he left. I'm like, did you joke about mm-hmm. it? And she didn't realize that you were really saying it? Like, that was pretty bad to me. Yeah, when she called him, he was just like, we discussed this. And I, I I would like to think that she couldn't have just misinterpreted a discussion about him moving out of their marriage. Yeah. Could be a big one. <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> I I do love the part that she's like, you took everything. Like, the, you, you left your pot. And he goes, oh, I left that? I should have brought that. Like, it's. I love that. Or that, like, the cupboards were empty. He's like, well, I ate it all. He didn't take it. <laughs> But like they, yeah. (laughs) Um, So in the beginning, when they were talking about the argument styles, Olivia mentioned that she is all about communication and all about honesty. She talked about, you know, a relationship with her mom. Mm -hmm. And as someone who appreciates directness and really needs kind of like, like you got to explain things. Like I I come from a family of engineers and you have to be like very clear. Um, Mm -hmm. And I kind of saw a little bit of that in Olivia when it came to when she was talking about honesty and being open, because for her, the part about the sarcasm bit, she was like, okay, but like, I don't really want to waste time reading through all these kind of like, you know, in-betweens, like we, like there are times when we need to be open and don't get me wrong. She can go with the flow on sarcasm when it's appropriate, but she also realizes when it's not the time to be sarcastic. And she, you know, is trying to get down to the issue and have a serious conversation. I'd like to hear what your your take is on when Olivia has those moments of, okay, like let's transition back to a serious topic. And Brett kind of like doesn't really get there. He he has this like mode and he stays in that mode. And Olivia kind of like shifts in the way that she communicates in that sense where she is now trying to get to more of the heart of the matter. Yeah. So I think a few things happened. I'm sure Brett was kind of like, wait, you're flipping the script. Like, why are we now serious? Maybe Mm -hmm. he didn't. And I do think that's a little bit, he was not reading her cues at all, her nonverbal cues. Like, I feel like he was not seeing when she was getting frustrated. He almost needed her to like, yell or cry or something to see like oh wow okay i'm negatively affecting you he he definitely wasn't reading her little ones her little cues so i'm thinking for him he's kind of like you flipped the script why are we getting serious now um and then for her i sometimes wonder if she was frustrated so she wasn't always communicating from a place of like emotion like hey, it's actually really hurting my feelings that I have no idea what's going on with you. Or like, it's hurting my feelings that I need to ask you for information. Because it sounded like she was looking for reassurance pretty often and he wasn't really giving it. Um, So, and I wonder if she pulled at the feeling a little bit instead of like, do you even want to be in this marriage kind of question. I feel like anytime she asked him a direct question, he immediately got defensive and sarcastic. Like he did not answer those questions. Yeah, but he also yeah. didn't take the 
reassurance part well either because he was he was a little a little harsh and saying you know stop being so insecure basically and oh, she's just trying to tell him that she needs reassurance no it's not gonna get received well yeah. <laughs> avoid that landmine just don't do it don't do it it definitely felt like a pattern with them where like she would be kind of back to the finances thing really quickly, just as an example, where she's saying something like, I enjoy spending money on experiences and I would love you to do those with me. And it's like he heard, I want to drain your retirement account. (laughs) So he reacted to that. He got five steps down and was like, this is what we're going to focus on. And it's like, they were never taking what the other was saying at face value. And then like the layer of that of his sarcasm was just Mm -hmm. like. (laughs) But to be fair, the conversation they had at one point where she mentioned that she wanted to do these things and he mentioned, okay, like you can do it. And she's like, well, no, I want you to come with me. And I also want you to pay for your side of the, like, I I think that's where the compromise Mm -hmm. might have been needed where if he is making significantly Mm -hmm. less, he just doesn't have the finances to travel that way. And I think you, you mentioned the insecurity. Like I, I could see that being very hard, ironically, he being insecure about, hey, I, I don't have the finances to live the way you want me to live. That's a hard thing to accept. And maybe it's like, all right, well, instead of dealing with it, let me throw some sarcastic jokes about this it. and hopefully we can change topics. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would be really hard to get vulnerable and say, like, I'm feeling insecure about this. And it's I don't think they were together long enough and I don't think Olivia had a chance, but you know, she could have been like, um, you know, prep, like whatever I might be paying for this trip, but I value the fact that you cook for us every night. Like, I don't know what I would do without that. Like let him know the things he is doing. Yeah. Well, uh, the, the conversation they had about the pandemic, I thought that was pretty interesting because it's, everyone is treating it so differently and I could see that being, well, I know I've seen some, uh, friends there that's a huge problem where one person feels one way you know maybe they're less willing to travel while the other one is like well no we could travel but we can do so in a safe way and I fully understand uh, his point of view of if he didn't feel safe with her traveling and he was worried that she might have caught something to leave the house of course it's funny, the communication point of it. He never really communicated that. So I'm giving him a lot more credit than he might deserve. But um, how, if, if you don't mind me asking, how does one approach something like that where it's, there's almost, it feels like there's a risk where if your partner says, no, I don't feel that way, you're not going to move out. You're not going to separate. Like, how do you handle a conversation like that where you're almost afraid of the answer? Yeah, well, I think um, with the bread example, I do think that was what was going on, right? I think Mm -hmm. he was looking at the pandemic in a very factual, black and white and safe way. And I don't think that's bad at all, but that's just how he was processing the information. Um, However, I don't think he ever got to the point where he was able to express emotionally, I'm feeling this fear around this. Maybe he was even feeling fear for her, right? Like, I want you safe. I want to know your mom is safe. I want to know my parents are safe. Like, you know, because it's a whole Mm -hmm. circle if someone gets infected. Um, 
But I think a lot of couples are dealing with this and, you know, you don't know how you're going to react to a pandemic until you're in it. Um, and like That's all of us this year, <laughs> right? Like you don't maybe like whatever your political views are, right? You can still have very different views of how you're going to handle the pandemic, even if you are the same person politically, because you can interpret facts differently. So I think it's really important to mm-hmm. sit with your partner and say, um, hey, this is what I want to do. What do you think? And come to a compromise. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, I bought up toilet paper. I was one of those people that was like, oh, my God, we're going to lose all our toilet paper. I fell for it. And my fiance had made one comment, like, we probably don't need toilet paper. I totally snapped at him. And then later, after the toilet paper, you know, incident was over, he was like, hey, I think you're feeling really nervous about all this. Why? And I realized for me, it was like a huge, you know, scared for my parents. Like, there was a lot of stuff that come out. So you could just ask Mm -hmm. someone, hey, your behavior is showing me you're really nervous. Do you want to talk about it? Let me know. Like, leave it open. Did you see yeah. a chance yeah. their relationship could have worked and if so like what advice would you have given them to stay together and make it work? i mean they might come back on decision day i'm just <laughs> yeah, saying okay okay <laughs> i know i did i really liked them i think they had to learn each other more like for remember when olivia rated the relationship a seven and he didn't rate it like he was super upset by that didn't communicate it at all though right and she didn't know yet that maybe a comment like that yeah. would bother him. I wouldn't have thought that, right? Everyone else was rating their relationship. But for him, there was something like, you don't do this. Um, so I think they would yeah. have had to have a lot of mini conversations yeah. about like, hey, this happened. Can we talk this out? And maybe, you know, like, I'm not condoning and going yeah. and having a few drinks all the time. But it, that could have maybe softened mm-hmm. like a few walls, right? Like, let's just kind of like hang out, we're home during this pandemic, let's have some wine and like talk it out. I just think they both got stubborn and couldn't. So I don't know, maybe if the stubbornness went away, there would have been a chance. But I understand why they were matched. They're both really um, like amazing, competent, successful people who want a lot out of life. Their lens of how to get that though looked a little different. Yeah, they definitely both had drive. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. How helpful is it for you, like when we're watching it and in the earlier episodes where we were really seeing them spend a lot of time with their families and even at the weddings, like the way they interact with whoever is their family group, if that's just friends or whoever's closest to them. How helpful is that for you to kind of get a like an accurate read on who they are as people before you see them like with their new spouse? You know, I didn't totally think that through, but it is helpful afterwards like kind of how you were bringing up how brett's super sarcastic with his family um and sometimes when they're doing their initial interviews it's like interesting to hear why they want a husband or a wife like some of the reasons are kind of um they're interesting to me it's not some people it's like i want a life partner and then some people it's kind of that fairy tale like i've always wanted this and i'm like ooh, i don't know about you I don't know how this is going to go. <laughs> Christina. Uh, Christina. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that huh? we're going to get there. Uh-huh. I don't know who said that. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Okay, well, let's hop over to okay. Christina and Henry because they also had some some challenges with that. So, like, it seemed like one of their biggest things was the confidence aspect where Henry 
felt like he's not super confident. He has kind of that label for himself and he's got a couple different things he'll talk about a little bit Mm -hmm. as to like the source of that. And Christina has never been with anybody like Henry before. He's a little bit more slow paced, um, kind of goes at his own pace. She's not used to that, but that she is very vocal about the fact that a lack of confidence is a big turn off, big deal breaker, even just yeah. a big word to use in the middle of this process. So like, how did you interpret that whole thing? Oh my gosh, watching those two was like, I, I, it was hard. It was so the whole true. time was pretty painful. <laughs> and I know that sounds intense, but it was just like, oh my gosh, neither of you are like every, almost every time they talked, I felt like one person was having a conversation with themselves, and the other one was either like, just kind of passively agreeing or disagreeing. There was no actual banter at all. Um, (laughs) I think they unfortunately initially just had a lot of little things that they didn't like about each other right away and then could not Mm -hmm. get past it. Like she and, and Christina, I think had some image in her head. Henry was not it. And then her entire like, process was to try to get him to that image but no one likes that Mm -hmm. and I'm sure he felt it um like the adventure thing you know you can say that much nicer to people right like oh you haven't traveled outside the United States like traveling is a really big passion of mine I would love to do that with you I would love to show you a place like this this is why you know you could just approach it a little bit softer and I think you bring up a good point that Christina had this like image in her head because she even said that she needs to stop comparing him to her exes. And I was like, whoa, that's that's a lot there. Like, you're in this relationship now. Like, you're not in any of those relationships previous. This is... And I also think it's interesting that because this whole show is about experts arranging it with a stranger. And a lot of times we've seen couples be arranged with someone who they normally wouldn't be with. And they normally, like, maybe wouldn't consider that being a, a life partner, but then they end up doing really well. So... In those moments when, you know, Christina and Henry in the beginning were kind of stuck a little bit, what do you think they could have done to be like, okay, let's get over this hurdle, I guess? <laughs> well, I think, um, you know, and I don't want to rag on Christina, but I I don't I don't know if she's super good at reading other people's cues because Henry did come across like Henry, um, like insecure and a little nervous and whatever. He's on a, t- he's about to get married on a TV show. Like I understand that. It's a lot to handle. <laughs> totally. Like yeah. I don't think I would do well doing that <laughs> at all. Um, but so, and she does seem a little bit more confident and felt comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I could be wrong about that, but it came across that way. And I don't think she tried to guide him, make him feel secure, make him feel safe in any way. Um, um, you know, the one thing that Rhett and um, Olivia, Olivia, sorry, I could not think of her name, (laughs) did really well is they immediately connected on that like sarcasm, we're both a little uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. let's use like an easy thing to feel better. I feel like Christina, yeah. (laughs) Yes, cats. Yes, cats. cats. (laughs) I know, she was so cute. Um, But I just don't think Christina and Henry had that at all like when they were getting married and they were doing their like after the conversation thing um I wanted to have like a bucket of questions there for them like they didn't even ask each other questions Mm -hmm. like it was just like so you live here and I think again Christina had an expectation I get it I hope when I get married like the person at the altar is like oh my god you're beautiful 
but she wanted to hear yeah. that yeah. it didn't happen. And I think she just was like, okay, this day is ruined. Like I can't, I can't move past this. Yeah. yeah kind of that black and white thinking that we are seeing in Brett where it's like, he isn't exactly yeah. who I was imagining. Therefore he's, he's not right. right. And, and we saw that so much right. where she was, um, when she, one of the few times they talked about the confidence thing, she was like, well, do you think that's something that you would ever get past? Like she couldn't accept him for where he was. Like that's, that's part of what makes up Henry is where he's at right now. That's how he communicates right now. That's everything up until that moment is just what makes Henry Henry. And like, of course he's going to continue to change, but to be like, do you think that you could change in order for us to stay together was such a unfair question. I thought. A lot of her actions and questions were about her a lot. Mm -hmm. They were trying to make it better for her in some way. Um, And I just don't know if she was totally ready to, you know, take someone else's perspective and reflect and like help that person along. Yeah. Um, Because even at the end, I feel like now, um, and I don't know if this is just for TV purposes, but she was like, I'm seeing good parts of Henry. And it's like, how? How is that happening right now at the last, you know? Like, (laughs) I honestly can't take what she says on the one on ones as on face value anymore. I don't know if that's just me. There's been a few scenes where like, you can tell there's no communication. And then they go to her confessional. And she's like, we had great, a great time. And I'm like, I, mm-hmm. I don't believe I just can't see that. I'm so confused. Well, un- also for her, I feel like she um, talks about emotion in a very monotone way. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, then it's hard to read, right? It's like, are you being sincere? Yeah. But she might be. It might just be how she communicates. And yeah. I think Henry is pretty, like, low register with his tone and emotion. I'm not saying it's not there and he doesn't have it, but they're both matching each other there and no one's sort of, like, pulling yeah. it out of the other one, you know? Yeah. So they're just kind of in this monotone the, the conversations were pretty great. Just watching like their facial expressions too, right? Yeah. They would be saying something like, yeah, that was a fun dinner. And then the really? face on Henry mm-hmm. would just be so different. I yeah. I love his facial expressions so much. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and this dad I don't think held yeah. true later on, but still was interesting to me that a lot of Henry's friends too had very like, just strong opinions about him. I think Kristen was just a very good friend that stuck out and had a lot more sincerity in their relationship. But I was wondering if that was ever going to influence Christina. And do you think that any outside influence influenced her at all? For example, if other people had like raving things to say, like his dad, for example, in the beginning or any other friends, like stuff like that, it would have made a difference for her? I don't know. I would hope so. Um, so I actually took him having female friends maybe as like the opposite, like it was seen as like a little threatening to mm-hmm. her. And then the fact that like, she wasn't seeing that in him, I think could have been throwing her more. Like, I think she, she, she was hoping that she was going to see what other people were saying, but it didn't seem to be happening for her. Um, and that's where I think she started to maybe get in her head and be like, it must be me or like there's something yeah. wrong with him, right? There's got to be a reason that we aren't clicking if two experts put us together, mm-hmm. three experts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can see I'm that. I'm not sure though. I definitely, I don't know. Cause the, the reason, the thing that changed for me was when 
Kristen was talking to Christina a little bit and kind of like giving her reassurance, you know, okay, Henry, yes, is insecure. It has this lack of confidence, but there's like a lot there. Just kind of wait it out and see. And she was a little more hopeful. I, I think it was probably nice for her to hear like, okay, you are picking up on some insecurity and that is valid, you know? Yeah. Although to hop in here, I, 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 I he, he said that so many times this season and I, cringed every time he said it because he, he's actually great at communicating what we've seen with the scenes with him and pastor cow and i i actually really enjoyed that scene where pastor cow is like no you're you're communicating right now that this is it i i guess i i, I sometimes worry that he's kind of he's heard so many times that he's a bad communicator so then he takes on that uh persona of i'm a bad communicator when it's you know, you're you're a great communicator if you just give yourself, if you believe in yourself and you give yourself some time, if that makes any sense. Or am I the only one who saw that <laughs> with him? No, I, I agree. I think um, he, he, first of all, he non-verbally communicates a lot if someone's able to read that. Like, yeah. I think he's, it's pretty aware to me how he's feeling by his body language. Um, and then... Second, yeah, I would agree. I think he has this story, unfortunately, and he's kind of stuck in this, like, I'm insecure. And then he's dating someone who's basically being like, I don't like that about you. Fix it, right? So it's, like, kind of reinforcing (laughs) his story already. But there's also a safety in that. Like, okay, so Henry's insecure for Christina to have that. And then Henry knows, like, I'm insecure. So that's why we're not matching. I think they were also sort of, like, um, not relying on it, but they have that as a backup to kind of be like, okay, this is why we're not working. Like he has his insecurity thing. Right. I'm insecure. So this is also why we're not. And I just, I, I'm not sure why they couldn't move past it, but they couldn't. And I think the trust thing, I mean, if we want to talk about the thing she said about Henry or like said that he um, partook in that, you know, that would be really hard to move past. But what's interesting is they never talked about it again. I I mean. I had such a problem with that. Because, like, if you can't even, like, and we saw this in, like, past seasons where, like, they kind of hang this thing over. You can't even name the thing. You can't even, like, spend the time talking about it. Like, how are you going to move past it? Like, that's a fundamental part of the communication and relationships is like, okay, now there's this like danger to our relationship in the room. We have to face it. Otherwise it's going to take over. So like, how do you even begin that conversation when that trust has been betrayed? If I was an issue and someone said something like, if we're assuming that it was false and he constantly said that that's not true. Um, I just, when it comes to that, I I just feel like just believe people like if he was (laughs) if he was gay he would say he's gay like i don't understand why it's this big uh deal of oh he's just actually this way and and this has happened with a few other couples as well in this um and married at first sight and it just i don't know if it's me but that felt like a quick easy excuse for a person to take to be like okay this is why we're not working out because he is not into women. So clearly. Yeah. I'm not the problem. He's not into women. And I just, you know, I, I want to empathize with Christina because I, I do think she was hoping for something and it didn't happen. And um, we'll backtrack. I do want to talk about yeah. her 
ADHD like yeah. disclosure as well because that was a factor. But I do, you know, yeah, I think she threw that out there like it was nothing. And it's like you first you're accusing him of cheating, then you're saying he's gay, yeah. and then you're not listening to his rebuttal, and then you think it's weird because it seems like he's going to bring this up at the end when they're you know doing the final show and she's she's acting like it's weird that he's upset about it mm-hmm. yeah that's where i think like yeah. she a lot of what we've seen is she's kind of oblivious sometimes to what is going on in his world and and to your point when we started talking about christina and henry that they sometimes have individual conversations next to each other almost <laughs> and <laughs> Maybe that's a little harsh way to put it, but um, like no, I love that. It's it's a great way of <laughs> describing it. True. Yeah, it's so true. Yeah. yeah, she at one point during that dinner was like, "This was good." Like she's reassuring herself <laughs> in dinner, and Henry's not saying anything. <laughs> I would love to hear that on a date. Like you're in the middle of the date, and they're like, "Oh, this is a good date. Wow." <laughs> yeah, like this, this is great. Going great. I don't yeah. hate you. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> yeah. 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 You mentioned the ADHD. Um, How? What were your feelings on that? Well, uh, well, first, I think it's great that she's disclosing anything because, yeah, I mean, if you have a tendency to have like rapid thoughts or forget to do things, that is going to affect our relationship for sure. Like that is something that your partner should know, and then you work with it. It's not. I don't think it's a negative thing, but just you know, you got to work with it. Again, though, that disclosure was a little odd because I don't know if she was helping to identify like I I think she said that's maybe why I've been nervous or weird I forget what she was saying it was a reason for it wasn't like um I'm off of my ADHD medication that's why I keep forgetting to like close cabinet doors Mm -hmm. or that's why sometimes when you're talking I space out you know I think yeah yeah she used that as an excuse for her or actually, I think it was her impatience. So she used that as because he he continued to say like she's very impatient and rude to production, and she's yeah. like, "Oh, I'm off my medication," and that's and that was her. It's great that she felt comfortable enough to say that to her husband mm-hmm. and to open up. But yeah, you're right. the The timing was a bit suspicious on that re- reveal. Fortunately, a lot of her communication does kind of have that feel to it, right? Like it comes a little out of left field or um, like, again, kind of like you were saying, there's a lot of narration within her communication. Like she's sort of letting us hear her thoughts, but it, again, it always just seems kind of out of nowhere. And I don't know if that's nerves. I don't know if that's just like how it's being set up in the show. I have no idea, but I think, and I do think for her, the cameras definitely added an element of uncomfortableness because she says a lot like, well, what do you, I just am supposed to talk to him now? Like as if they're supposed to direct the show, you know? Um, So, and comments like that, I don't think she realizes like that's hurtful. Like you just want me to talk to this person right now? Like that can't feel good for Henry. Oh, I have to talk to my husband. This is awful. Right. You (laughs) want me to pretend to have a conversation right now? Like, I don't want to do that. Yeah, and that was so awkward. And she goes, and (laughs) scene. Like, that was just, like, too much. Oh, I know. There were so many cringe. Yeah. Like, like, real fed up with production. Like, we again, we've seen this in past seasons, too, where, like, folks Mm -hmm. just get real overwhelmed because you're, you're, 
this very serious personal thing is now public and everybody can watch mm -hmm. your journey. It can be edited, however it might be edited. And it might not be how you feel like you experienced it. Maybe a different story is told than what you experience. So like, how does like that element of it within a relationship, like what role do you think that plays? I think it's got to be huge. Cause I mean, everyone here has been in a disagreement with their significant other before. Right. I mean, no, uh, it's not I, I pretty. Can't. No, you guys are yeah, just all good, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's not, it's not good. Like it's, I don't think I sound great. I, a little bit of immaturity comes out, right? Mm -hmm. Like I wouldn't want those recorded so I could understand where that insecurity would be coming from. Um, and then also like, a lot of the times when you're fighting with your significant other, they're able to take in past history of like, okay, Allie's doing this because she's annoyed at X, Y, and Z. It's mm -hmm. not actually to do with what's happening. So I'm not going to take what she's saying so seriously, right? On the show, no one really knows you. So they can't add in that layer of like, oh, when Allie's insecure, she kind of has a face that makes it look like she's being a B-I-T-C-H, but she's not. That's just, she's really uncomfortable, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's yeah. hard. They don't have that. Yeah, I wasn't sure if I could curse. So I've spelled now. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've talked about a little bit here that Henry, on a nonverbal, you know, communication aspect, like he's definitely expressing how he feels. And, he, and he, I feel like also he just understands himself more. Um, but Christina has this part about her that seems to be like, hey, get on my page. I'm uh, going according to these kind of rules. You kind of kind of come with me. You kind of got to come with me. Um, and I'm wondering if like they could have just had more of those self-awareness conversations and, and dig deeper into those actions. I think so. I, and I also think just being a little clear on what their expectations yeah. were, like, because they're in this weird micro experiment, I think you have to be pretty forward and like, this is kind of what I want for a partner. So Christina had brought up, she wished he brought home flowers I don't know if that was ever said to him, right? I don't know if she was ever like, that's mm -hmm. something that I've always really wanted from someone. Like, so she's not even giving him an opportunity to fill her need because she's not saying her need. And um, I don't think Henry was really able to do that either. And I think what's crazy is like, when they would go to dinner, I felt like they had the same taste in like, wine and food like they had stuff they really could have connected on like music but they just weren't able to like talk about those things really yeah they couldn't get the momentum going because like those things were definitely there like even when they went on their little golfing date i was like this is adorable like i can see in some of those moments like where that connection could be like some of the reasons chemistry wise that there's potential there and if they just kind of leaned into it and went with it i think it's kind of like that, um, you know, if you ever like walking in a hallway and then you're like going the opposite way as someone and you kind of do the, uh, uh, this thing, or, like, you know, actually, like you're like trying to get around each other. It's like, they're both yeah. doing that. We're like, <laughs> if one person's decision is like, we're going, I'm going this way, then it's fine. But you keep doing the little dance thing and you never get out of it. And it's like, that's what it felt like their conversations were. We're like, they were just trying to constantly register what the other one was like trying to get somehow. That's so accurate. Like that's literally, <laughs> it was weaving and bobbing and just like not yeah i and i think again going back to like you're gonna communicate you're gonna do more when you feel safe and for whatever reason from the first day like i don't know if 
Christina was dissatisfied and then Henry felt that and then it just kept snowballing. Like they definitely did not feel comfortable Mm -hmm. expressing because even when she talked about her ADHD, that was super quick. It wasn't really this like vulnerable moment. It was just like, hey, I want to tell you this. And then it kind of ended. Right. Um, Right. And the insecurity thing, he never, at least I don't remember him bringing up to her, whoa, you just said that was a deal breaker. That's kind of like heartbreaking. I just told you this thing is really hard for me. And now you're saying that's a deal breaker. Like, how am I supposed to take that? Those conversations just were never had. He talked about it with, you know, everybody but her. He just never really brought it up. her. (laughs) her. Yeah. He would be, his community, his, uh, scenes with Woody were just great. Like you could tell Woody was having a great time. Like, oh my goodness, tell me more. I'm getting all the tea so I can bring it back to my wife and we can discuss this together. But like even the fact that Woody had such a reaction to what Christina said to Henry, like I feel like Henry didn't even have that big of a reaction. It's like, yeah, this girl's saying something not nice about you. Yeah. Well, it was so great to see them like hang out as a group a little bit more because like then you got more of that context where it was like everybody else in the group was like kind of keeping the vibe in check of like, oh, that was weird or like, oh, that was cute or like when they were having the crawfish outside mm-hmm. and um, they were talking about how they went to the salsa dancing thing. And he was like, yeah, Christina's like real sexy. And somehow that became a problem that he hadn't told her that in private, but like it came out for whatever reason in that setting. Like, take the win. Like, <laughs> you were cute. I think that was hard for her. Again, she really thought stuff was supposed to happen how it was supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. So even, yeah, when he was giving her an inch, she, like, couldn't take it. Like, that scene where who would be known to, um, I don't know, like, do something unexpected. Where they were doing the things with the boards, mm-hmm. uh, that, like, couples game. And they both said Christina. Oh, which, yeah, I feel like she would do an adventure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he was like, definitely Christina. And she goes, well, that was kind of rude. Whereas, actually, that could have been, like, flirting. Like, yeah, that's definitely you. You would do something crazy. I'm not really insulting you. That's true, you know? Yeah, I think that's also a vulnerability piece to be able to kind of tease that way. And I'm not sure we ever really saw that between them. Where it's like other couples were goofing around each other, kind of, like, poking fun because they were already comfortable to be vulnerable with them. And, I mean, Christine and Henry never really got there. I, I love his line about, oh, we got one more than I anticipated when they were doing their score. Like, he's <laughs> he's my favorite character, probably. My favorite person on this show. I do this all the time. I know they're not characters. They're real-life people. Now that we're talking a little bit about all the couples, I wonder if it'd be mm-hmm. for us to go through and... Um, talk about each of the couples. We have decision day coming up on Wednesday. And so oh. folks are really, it's coming down to the wire. And they've been together longer than they usually are just because of the uh, stay-at-home order. So, like, they're... I mean, oh, could you imagine? Oh, that's, <laughs> can we talk about that? Because I... <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Because <laughs> there are people who have been married for decades who are struggling with this. Could you imagine being with yes. a person? I know they're a not a stranger. Person. Yeah. A new new spouse (laughs) that must be so hard do you do you think that could have like actually made it stronger for some of the the couples being together with your person for that long or is it more of a like repellent (laughs) yeah i think it's all and i think and i would say most people 50 50 right half the people i know 
are like thriving. They like got pregnant in quarantine. They're oh, so I want to see the pregnancy like, rates I... so high. <laughs> wanna... <laughs> it's right. It's got to be crazy. And then other people are like, I could actually kill my partner. Like I can't tell what's about to happen. Um, so again, I think it's all about like, how are you looking at things? Like, so in uh, my household, we've definitely been having more little tiffs, but we're seeing like, we're actually getting to a root of a lot of our like bigger problems because it's like, we're in the house together. Like, let's talk it out. We're not really doing anything else. We can go on long walks and talk about things. So it's like, if you're okay with the fact that stuff is going to come up, I think it could be a huge blessing. It's also a really nice time to take inventory. Like um, for us, we were like, oh, wow, we haven't just hung out together on a Sunday morning in a long time because we would you know, he would go play golf or something, or I would work. And it was nice to be like, oh, these things matter. Let's make this yeah. a priority again. Um, on the opposite end, if you don't have some good boundaries in place, and if you're not super, like, dividing how you're going to work from home, I could see it being really bad. Yeah. Um, and if you're not aware of what calms you down, like, so when the gyms closed here, um, my fiance, like working out is like mental health for him. Right. And it was like a few weeks in, he was just kind of grouchy. And I was like, what is going on with you? You're mean. And he was like, I think this is bothering me more than I realized. So we made a plan. I was like, I think you should go on walks by yourself. Like, don't walk with me. Just go take like a walk and like move by yourself. So also being aware of what's bothering you and then coming up with a plan yeah. um, is really important too. I think. I mean, I I could say for for Ashley and I uh, having separate offices has been a god which we are in right now we're literally across the hall <laughs> like just being able to be in a different room while working and like we're in the same house but just that little bit of separation where it's it's so helpful <laughs> it's yeah. so because you're not supposed to work with your significant <laughs> other all day like that's not yeah. and. And also, like, there is too much of each other, yeah. right? Like, I don't want to see you. I want to watch my reality TV show and, like, maybe take a bath yeah. and, like, not talk to a person for four hours. And that's okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Being able yeah. to, like, just be honest about that. Because I think it's easy for that to become yeah. personal where it's, like, I don't want to spend totally. time with you rather than I need some time for myself just because I'm a human that needs time alone sometimes. Um, and, like, finding that balance is really hard like and, and like catching things early too of like setting up a plan and I think just with the pandemic and a lot of people switching to remote work like that's something I'm definitely noticing like in my my daily work my day job <laughs> that like everybody's working from home now and it's like you can tell some people are really struggling with that just being in the same space all the time I think it's like about that setting up the intentional, like this is my workspace. Even if it's just a corner of the table, you put a little mat down or something. So it feels different, mm -hmm. but like, that's where you work. The rest of it is house, personal life stuff mm -hmm. and trying to find those things. I completely agree. And then also maybe identifying in the couple who's kind of doing better in pandemic. So like for me, I'm a homebody. Um, so I truly don't mind this that much, right? Yeah, like I'm like, whatever, I'm fine. Yeah, so, and I, and because it's a little bit easier for me, I'm sort of talking to him more about what he needs and trying to figure out how to make yeah. it work. Um, vice versa, there are going to be times where I'm going to need him to step up more. So I think also being like, Who's having an easier time with this? What does that other person need to just at least get like 
even. Because, I mean, we're in a weird, weird yeah. thing. And who knows when it's Absolutely. ending? I need <laughs> like, to end tomorrow, <laughs> please, that, as soon as possible. Yeah, if it could end immediately. I just yeah, want to do some indoor you. soccer. Just um, let me do indoor soccer, please. <laughs> Pandemic, end. Yeah. Oh, I totally <laughs> understand that. My fiance is the same way. He's so mad about soccer. He plays, he does golf a lot now because it's the only sport that, like, is yeah. okay. yeah. Like, you can be yeah. outside. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of walks yeah. around the neighborhood. I feel like I have all the houses memorized now. Like, <laughs> a lot of individual. I'm like, activities. oh, you put up new Halloween decorations. <laughs> That's yeah. great. Oh, we have a we have a whole thing about Halloween decorations now. Like she, yeah. Oh, I feel like one of our neighbors' pumpkins were like the squirrel ate it a little bit more from yesterday to today. <laughs> oh, it's big uh, same. I totally Dude. get it. Like. I'm like, oh, they had new construction on that house. Like, as if, like, in my house is nothing. Like, they're living in, like, a mansion. I'm, like, noticing there. You're like, the drapes are different. <laughs> oh. So we've all basically turned into the retired couple in the neighborhood <laughs> that's watching all the neighbors. That's what we've turned into. And we are proud of it, okay? A dog to make it less creepy. <laughs> so it wasn't just, like, y'all walking as a couple, like, just peeping at houses. Yeah, like at least we have our dog. This is that is genius. Activity. Okay, I, I like your thinking. Yes. It's like, yes. Just keep on walking by the the same house. It's like, no, the dog really likes this area. I don't know. Yeah, the dog. <laughs> not, not doing anything. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay, so let's get into. I want to hear your thoughts on which couples are like how you think they're going to answer on decision day and all of that. So, you had an idea for a rating system. You want to talk us through that? I did. I did. Yeah. So typically we do a, will they stay together or will they uh, break up? Call it quits. Let's go with call it quits. Yeah. Call it quits. Call it quits. (laughs) Divorce. Um, But this time, because there are some couples where it's uh, extremely difficult um, to kind of get to one side or the other, I was thinking a green, yellow, or red could be interesting. Um, where, you know, green, they're all good. They're going to stay together. Uh, yellow, as in you could see it happening, but it's pretty rocky ground for now. And then a red as in a no way, no how not happening. Um, so what do you, who do you want to start off with first? Let's, what couple, do you want to do Woody and Amani first? That could be fun. Start off with some joy. Some happy oh. couples here. Yeah, I'm feeling, I'm going with green for them. They seem really happy. They communicate really well. Like, yeah. they really, and they're both very happy people yeah. that then just like add joy mm-hmm. to each other. You know, it's, they're really fun. They to watch. really are. Every time I watch them, I yeah. have my hand on my heart. I'm just like, oh, I'm like, oh, love is real. Same. Yeah. Same. I, did you guys feel this way in the beginning? I was a bit concerned because he is a very uh, big personality. And she had her little scene of, oh, I don't like someone who's too extra. And I'm like, you are marrying the most extra person I have ever <laughs> <The> seen. <definition. laughs> he is extra personified. personified. Um, but yeah, you're, they made it work. They're amazing. They, they made it work. And I've noticed when they communicate too, it's a lot about their marriage and like talking about the future like they went right into that they both kind of had like an unwritten agreement of like we're gonna go there and we're gonna Mm -hmm. talk about it whereas some other couples I think got really stuck in like what ends on this day let's just look at it in this little finite Mm -hmm. thing 
Yeah, they just seem to have all the right instincts in setting that foundation. Like the moment after the ceremony when they're um, just talking and he was like, oh, you're looking so fine. Like he was just complimenting her. He was flirting. Yeah. And she, he I loved it. Because she was, I, yeah, for real though. But like, he was throwing she was, shots, throwing shots, constantly going for it. <laughs> and he Good never you, stopped. Man. He never stopped. And I think yeah. that's what kind of yeah. got their chemistry going. And she loves yeah. it. Like, you know, some women might be like, oh, I don't want a compliment or whatever. She mm-hmm. loves it. Like, mm-hmm. it works. But she yeah. was so clear about, like, what was okay and what wasn't. She's like, okay, you're kind of doing the most right now. Like, maybe step back. <laughs> but I like it. And so it was, like, that validation, yeah. but also being, like, this is where it's too much. And, like, I just love that so yeah. much. Like, literally the first five minutes of them talking and she set that up. And it worked. Like, that's con- they're continuing that into their conversations about the more serious stuff. And, like, it's just such a joy to watch them. I love it so much. Yeah. Okay. okay. So green on Imani and Woody. Are you, yeah. what about uh, Mabel? What do you think? Uh, oh, green. Yeah, okay. green. Easy. Yellow. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm just being a contrary. <laughs> no, it's green. <laughs> <laughs> it's green. Uh, next couple, let's go with Karen and Miles. So I'm going to go with yellow, mm-hmm. even leaning a little bit more mm-hmm. red because I think I really like both of them as individual people, like a lot of strengths. I love Karen. She communicates what she like wants and needs. However, I do think the lack of intimacy is going to be hard for both of them to move Mm -hmm. past. Like, I mean, that's big work. And I think there needs to be a loving container to get that work going. And I don't know if they got to it. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go yellow, but I'm a little, I'm leaning towards red. Okay. That's fair. What are other? I want to go thinking? last on this one. So everyone else, please. <laughs> hop about, in. All right. Um, I'm going to go red only because the intimacy part seems to be something they can't come on agreements to. Like he wants to be intimate with her and she is adamant about, I need to go slower. And they know themselves in that way. And that's just not going to work. I don't think. Yeah. I think I'm a red too, just like seeing how the pandemic situation with the lockdown really affected them. And like, just seeing like the, the like security cam footage they have, like from up in the corner and stuff. It just seems like when they're sharing space, they're just in their own bubbles. And so it feels, yeah, like it feels like a, a roomy kind of situation that I, unless they were to like really double down and like, okay, let's work on this and like go to couples therapy and like really recommit. Um, I just don't see that really happening. So I'm a red as much as I liked them. Yeah. I I like that you guys like them. I <laughs> Tell us how that's you feel. a great way to start. <laughs> I really like Miles. I like Miles and I think um Okay. okay. You know, I I I start off with a positive. Um, <laughs> but like I, I appreciate how um he actually used in one of his uh, scenes that he is a bit more progressive of a guy. He described himself as a progressive guy. Um, but I, I like the idea that he doesn't feel pressure to not share his emotions. And he he's willing to, mm-hmm. he's extremely emotionally intelligent is what I would say. And I, I think it's so easy to, you know, a lot of society kind of frowns upon that frowns is against that and he is able to say how he feels while still being playful and 
and I really like that. Um, and it's, I think, unfortunately, Karen doesn't view that as attractive. And, um, you know, there's attractive, what a person finds attractive, I think that's completely fine for each person. But mm-hmm. that, I, I got to be honest, that hurt me a lot when she, the little lines about the, like, doesn't find that masculine. I just. Alpha male, yeah. I'm like, you know, masculinity is whatever you want it to be. Like, I just, I don't like the fact that that's not considered that. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm going to join on and say red. Um, but I feel like I said this last season. I feel like his DMs are going to be popping. And then he'll find his actual person. <laughs> DMs every season. Well, I think I lost your audio, Dr. Yeah. Allie. Can you? Oh, there oh, you are. You okay. Just for a second. I couldn't hear okay. you. Okay. Oh, good. she's. She was like, oh, I don't like what he's saying. I'm going to be super quiet. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, not at all. I hear all of you. I think, yeah, I want to be hopeful for yeah. them, but there would be a lot of work involved. And I do, I hear you. I think the fact that Karen's not seeing his emotional vulnerability as a positive mm-hmm. could be really hard mm-hmm. because he, that's, that seems like a big part of him. He seems to wear that pretty yeah. openly. Like this is me. And I like to be able to talk things yeah. through. Yeah. So He's definitely a lover. Like a, also he yeah. fixed her car. That's pretty masculine. I have no idea how to fix cars. Come on. That's, Give him some credit I've here. I've my car before. You've done all sorts of car stuff. I know, I know. This man know, will I'm Google just... anything and figure it out, I swear. <laughs> just look at that supporting relationship yeah. right there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I want to do the rating for one of the most also fun couples to watch, Amelia and Bennett. How did you feel about them? Yeah. So, Okay. I wanted to say green, but I'm actually going to really? go yellow. Um, yeah, because the only reason I'm going yellow, I'm still feeling hopeful and good. But I mean, Bennett is going to move. She is becoming a doctor where she's going to barely have any time hmm. for him. Like, I mean, residency seems awful. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I feel like those are pretty big challenges to have to be dealing with a first year of yeah. marriage. Um, and I'm wondering if he reflects upon that, if that might make him a little apprehensive. Um, and then I don't know if her comment about just being, this being a reality show is going to get to him or he might say it as a positive though, because he seems to love that she's carefree. I mean, their ability to go with the flow is wonderful, amazing and adorable. And yeah, like, I mean, all of their scenes, I am like, oh my God, like you guys are just so sweet. I don't know if I've ever liked another person the way you two do. I, Sorry, partner. Sorry, partner. Yeah. As my is actually like, in the other room with the whippet because she just went crazy. Oh. Um, but, yeah. She's like, someone play with me. Um, but like, I, I'm a little nervous for them for that. However, their ability to just connect on like the simplest things is so like playing basketball. They were so mm-hmm. joyful and just hanging out. What so, was that thing? Yeah. Sal- Yellow leaning towards. What was that slacking? The the thing where they're standing okay. on the rope. What's that called slackline. Oh yeah, because oh, yeah. we saw that in the very beginning with her that yeah. she does that. Their picnic thing. Yeah. I was just like, I I wanted to cry. It was the cutest and most wholesome thing. She made a cake that looked like his face, and he was like, "It's my exact likeness." Yeah. I was like, "No, it." Like it was the cutest. <laughs> like just the thoughtfulness they're they so had cute. each other, and like. 
him like bringing his, his friends in to like sing her a song i was like if you just like told me that story i'd be like that's kind of weird but seeing it i was like oh i get why this is actually like really meaningful and yeah. vulnerable yeah. and cute and yeah i like yeah. them a lot yeah uh i'm definitely going to say green um you you have a great point and i was i was very concerned on that too the moving uh situation Mm -hmm. um but when i think back to their wedding where she pulls out the egg and he (laughs) has to like catch that like that summarizes that he is willing to do anything he's he's down he's easygoing and Mm -hmm. calm i don't know if i would be willing to catch a million year old egg (laughs) on my wedding day i just i'm not i'm not so sure about that so our plans Yeah, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm sorry. I'm just going to be real with you here. Um, but yeah, I think they uh, they are they're so perfect for each other. I don't know if that would have worked out for any other person. Like they find each other great, and that's all that matters. You know, I I find it a bit weird that he uses a single uh, slice of what's a single square of toilet paper. <laughs> that is concerning. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm not so sure, but you know, if it works yeah, for them, the trees, okay. <laughs> to a yellow. <laughs> if it works for them, great. Oh. What about you, Mabel? Um, I am. I'm leading green on decision day. That's what I think is going to happen decision day. But I'm worried about them afterwards, just because we've seen Bennett not like to confront things until they're an issue. And in the case of their residency, I worry that he's not going to realize how much it could be an issue for him until it's too late. And that could be detrimental to the relationship if they don't talk about it early enough before they can find a way to avoid it. Um, So like right now when he's saying he's going to split time, you know, between New Orleans and going to Virginia, um, that could also bring its own burdens. Like that's a financial burden. That's just hectic moving back, like flying back and forth. Um, I just see some stressors in having that, come up that they haven't talked about yet that I worry might not be approached until it's too late. So I'm leaning green decision day, but I think yellow after the reality of all of these moving aspects settle in. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I'm like going back and forth between a green and a yellow in my head because I feel like they're such a great solid couple and all these like external things, which are just the realities of being merging these two humans lives together um, are just like exceptionally difficult because his whole network is in New Orleans. And for me, it would kind of be like a, either if I were him, I'd be like, either I'm moving, I'm all in, I'm moving to Virginia with her. I'm going to figure out my new career there, my new social circle, everything. And I'll of course visit home when I can, or that's too much for me right now. I'm going to stay here and try to find a partner in in my area um i don't know if this halfway thing is is going like to all your points like i don't know if that's going to work as well as they think like it it feels like an easy solution to say but the realities of that i think would be really hard so um i guess i'm right now yeah for real yeah mabel can tell us all about long distance relationships (laughs) and the the fun parts of that i did that you're great what are you talking about that can be challenging yeah (laughs) oh she's done it twice now so she's a pro with the long distance yeah I don't you but come on, it's love. Let believe in love, guys. Believe it's yeah, gonna like, you only love that. once, right? That's what I thought. Yolo meant. 
that you only love once. He thought that's what the YOLO was instead of. Uh, oh my god! Yeah. yeah. They're just such nice. They people. are. They're good like, characters. Yeah, I call them characters. Welcome, welcome. They're such nice people. Yes. But even like the fact they mm. made like a blanket for on their honeymoon, I was like, y'all are just made for each other. <laughs> this is, this is yeah. next level. <laughs> it looks fun. I kind of want to make a blanket for it at some point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, last couple two last oh well, yeah last well we already know uh, we're not yeah. going to decide on olivia and brett right we're just going to assume we're not going to come back red, all right so last oh, well, one yeah. well no i want to do yellow with them but yeah okay we can okay <laughs> okay <laughs> um so uh, no i can i'll let you start first since uh what the last couple for henry and um christina yes christina? yeah okay. To them. okay i think it's red mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't see much stuff. Plus, Henry feels very done to yeah. me. Like he, <laughs> yeah. I feel like he's just finishing it, doing you know his due diligence, but he seems very done. So I don't think Christina could really say anything at this point that would mm-hmm. change his opinion. Yeah, right as well. I am curious if she would say yes. Like I, I'm, I'm with you. I think he's he's kind of checked out at this point. Um, but I'm curious if she would say yes. I, I could see that being a thing. If she could keep drawing it out and if there's anything to be salvaged. Yeah, I'm also with you on the on the red. Yeah, I'm a red too. It I saw glimmers of them like having that potential, but at this point they just both seem like to be completely missing each other. It just doesn't seem like there's much to be made of it anymore. Yeah. I definitely think red too, and I Henry is clearly showing he's done. And I also just think that Christina knows it's done, but I wonder if she's like playing it for, you know, the show and wanting it to be like, hey, I'm really trying to the last possible day. But I also would think in her head, she just knows it's done. Yeah, I hope so. And I hope for Christina that she's, um, and I hope this for Brett as well, that there's some reflection on behavior and maybe figuring out what they really want and what their expectations of other people should be as yeah. well. You know? Yeah. I always think about that at the end of the show for the couples who don't end up staying together. If how big of a um, point this is of being able to really self-reflect because you can literally yeah. look back at the, at these yeah. videos of like how you handled a hard situation or something and kind of be able to break it down a little bit. So, I mean, that's the hope. It's honestly Beautiful. Yeah, like they could go to therapy be like, and be like, "Actually, look, this right? is how I argue." Have <laughs> video, right? Like when I'm talking to my therapist, I'm like, "I think this is what my partner's thinking and doing," but I don't, you know, like yeah. you can no longer say, "No, you didn't say that." Actually, <laughs> yeah, like I definitely um, that I, you know, I I hope for all of them they go yeah. back and look at um, what they're not verbally mm-hmm. saying. Because, you know, like, we all make faces we don't realize we're making or we do stuff with our voices. And, like, to know that about yourself is so huge because yeah. then you know what you are doing in an argument maybe or not doing. Or, like, you might think you made a point, but actually you just said it in a totally neutral voice. So no one got it. How do you start to, like, break that down? Like, how do you start to build that awareness? So, honestly, video, seeing a video of yourself really? is really helpful. Really? Um, like, I don't know if anyone else is having a hard time looking at their self constantly. On you have this on your website, don't you? Like where this. you have um, clients that come and do videos with you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do a lot of um, 
talking back and forth like that. And I can give them modeling on what's going on with their, their wow. face. Um, the other thing is to read, like, I don't know if you've ever been talking with someone, you notice their interaction, their response to you is very different than what you portrayed. You probably portrayed something a little bit different in your face mm. than you thought. Um, and just learning about yourself. Um, like if you're excited, do you tend to get like maybe really loud? Do you come in like a little hot, kind of like my whip? Like, <laughs> a little too excited. How do people respond to that? Just starting to look at what people's reactions are. And none of it's like bad. It's not that you're doing yeah. something incorrect. It's just to be a super effective communicator. You got to think about that too. Like, what are you portraying? Yeah, verbally? absolutely. On that note, if there's anyone who's listening who wants to learn more about you and the work you do, what's the best way for them to find out more about you? Yeah, they can find me on Instagram um, at the behavioral speechy, or um, they can go to my website, which is Ali Arena Communications, and I can send that. Okay, yeah, we'll include that. Yeah. We'll include all that. <laughs> I got excited. Um, we'll include all that in the show notes. Everybody can can get over to your stuff too. But we just want to thank you so much for spending time with us today. It's always fun to connect with another fan of the show. Um, yeah. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. No, this was so fun. <laughs> My fiance does not watch this show, so I don't have anyone to talk about. This was like you can I, mean, I got out all I'm my like, feelings. So thank you. Yeah, you're definitely allowed. Like, definitely invite us open to come back anytime. Yes. this is uh, this was great. I do have one question. He always so, has one last yeah. question. So this is a little bit personal. So you don't feel you don't have to answer this if you don't like. Okay. But um, if you met your partner in this way do you think it would have worked out Ooh, that's so mm. good um maybe not mm. like um because for example one of the things that i said to him on our first date which i feel like is a little like a christina comment, uh -oh. i said to him wow this wasn't the worst first date <laughs> and i almost meant it yes so bad i know <laughs> And I meant it in a, like, I had been on so many bad dates that this is like, whoa, this one oh, did so funny. He took that as like, oh, I'm never seeing this girl again. He told me later, which like, fair. Yeah. So um, I, I wonder if him and I would have had too many of those, like, he's like, what the is going yeah. on with her to be able to get past yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and then him and I had really similar financial fights initially actually to Brett and Olivia, but we're mm. able to kind of talk through them mm. and we're still talking through it. I think that's the beauty of being in a long-term yeah. real life thing is you have the time to talk yeah. about it. But when we initially had those fights, um, I would get stuck. I'd get defensive mm. and he kind of like Brett was like, yeah, but a budget is good. I'm trying to help you. And it yeah. was, it took us a while for me to get to like, Oh, actually this is amazing. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to have to worry about savings if we join a bank account because you yes. think this way. I don't, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. But, like, you're going to be able to benefit yeah. us actually so well. Um, so I don't I don't know. Yeah. Also, um, I'm a little slow to worm up um, as far as, like, being intimate. Like, I, I don't know if I could be one of those people, like, initially on the honeymoon that's like, okay, you're my mm -hmm. husband. Okay. Like, let's, <laughs> you know, I'm going to change in front of you right. and do all these yeah. things. Like, I don't know. That might take right. me a yeah. while. Yeah. So I don't, that's a really good question to ask people. It's, yeah, it's a fun one. 
This is so scary because we always talk yeah. about like what type of person would be good for this show. And it's like, I, I don't, it seems like sometimes you don't really actually know until they're already there. And you're like, oh, I kind of see it. Right. But others like just clam up so much. It seems so contingent on like that first impression. <laughs> and like that can really yeah. make or break it. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and what work they've done, like I've done so much self-work yeah. but i think it's because i am in a really secure happy relationship yeah. that like if this person's saying something i'm like oh i do want to work yeah. on this like you have the best intentions with yeah. bringing yeah. this up and i don't know if any everyone on the show has like had that relationship that's gone wrong and then like reflected it seems like a lot of them are still trying to like work out their kinks yeah yeah yeah, yeah there's a certain level of self-awareness that seems to be really crucial to it yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I, I to answer it for us, I or I guess for me, I was gonna ask, but then I was like, should yeah, I? I mean, we went up. The answer is no, no. Um, uh, so I've I've kind of I've mentioned this in earlier episodes, and um, but we had a really good first date, um, and that was so I had this thing of we picked a, a restaurant that there was a dive bar that was nearby with the idea being that like if the date went really well we could then like continue talking at the dive bar and like it doesn't have to end like we can keep on having great conversation and um i think at the point that like at the end of the day i was like oh this is this is going really well like let's let's go to this dive bar together that's when i knew like okay this is going to be something good i'm not saying i knew that we we're going to be engaged or anything like that but at least like i had an idea that yeah, it felt uh, right. it, yeah that there was that that uh chemistry there i'd say yes potentially i could see the fights are going to get amplified so i th that would be a problem with us mm -hmm. where oh like i like to get all my facts before i go into an argument like it's almost like a lawyer like i, I want to make sure i'm not mm -hmm. wrong and that can be a bit Oh, it, for some people, it feels like, oh, so you felt this way the entire time. You didn't say anything. It's like, no, I wanted to make sure I gathered right. my thoughts. Mm -hmm. And he's not but, reactive. You know, like he doesn't no. take personally. It's just like, yeah. if it gets to a point where it's big enough, then we talk about it. But yeah. I think what made like the beginning of our relationship really easy and what allowed it, it allowed it allowed it to grow was allowed that it, did it. <laughs> there wasn't. <laughs> Like I went into it with zero expectations. It was just like, oh, this is just a cool person I want to spend time with. And mm -hmm. I think if I would have been in the mindset of this is now my forever person, I would have had a completely different lens on. I would have been like scrutinizing everything. And like, I like I have anxiety. I, you know, go to therapy and I work on it. But I, I can imagine in that situation, I would be like as, as wonderful as a goo is, as happy as I am that we're together. Like, I think if we had been married from the start, I would have been, it would have taken me a while to like ease into it and actually get to that playful present place that allows those things to grow. So I yeah. think that there's a cer certain degree of flexibility that is needed there to just be like, we're just going to see what happens. <laughs> and and I was able to do that because there weren't any, there wasn't pressure at the time. I agree. I think I would have been anxious in yeah. a lot of ways and I actually call my partner Buddha mm -hmm. a lot because he's so calm yeah. but like but 
you know, it, 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 even with mm. that, I, I almost wonder if I would have like misread his calmness yeah. at times. If I felt like we had to be together forever. Like I could just see myself being a crazy <laughs> lady if I was put in that situation. Yeah. 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 That's why the Olivia Brett, uh, relationship is so interesting because I see so much of myself in him and I'm just like, Oh, do better, man. I'm rooting for you. So, um, yeah, yeah, I definitely, definitely get that. And I don't know if he was trying to stick with an identity he had, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Kind of like serial dating for a while. I don't know. Like it was, he, he wasn't disingenuous. Like, I don't want to say that, but there were times where I'm like, I can't tell how you're really yeah. feeling. Like you're not matching yeah. up on stuff. Yeah. 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 It seemed like he had been really hurt by his past relationship because he was the one that was engaged. Right. And then she cheated on him so. multiple times. Yeah. I mean, that's, so that's multiple rough. times. I, I could yeah. understand why you would only do the serial dating thing where it's like, well, I'll just keep it shallow. The, the earliest sign of danger, I'm just going to bounce. And then you end up like, yeah unfulfilled because you're never you know that's the hard part is being vulnerable again after you've been hurt like that yeah but like that is a yeah i think he even called it efficient i, I was just gonna say that yeah that's like an engineering point of view though like if you want yeah. a partner I, I know i'm not gonna say serial dater but i went on a bunch of similar to you a bunch of bad dates before we uh met each other and that was my thought process of like if i'm looking for a partner you need to need to take as many shots on goal so i went on a lot of dates you know mm -hmm. and the the only way you're going to find that person is if you meet a lot of people so i but the way he joked around with it with his family he was going with the whole player aspect and now that we've seen a lot more of him i don't need to know if that's true it seems like to kind of go off your point it was a persona of oh i'm the player i have to behave this way the player doesn't like, get hurt the player hurts player doesn't get yeah. hurt but what's really interesting is in his initial interview, remember, it was like all about wanting to share his yeah. life with someone. Yeah. He actually, in his interview, came across so yeah. genuine and like really wanting to do this bachelor talk, but for the right uh -huh. reasons, right? Like he yeah. seemed like pretty yeah. genuine. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Well, I know we've kept you for a while now. I just want to thank so you. Again. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is amazing. I was just going to say, my computer is okay. now 10%. Let's so go. We go. <laughs> when we do. <laughs> Thank you, though. This yeah, is thank you so much. I'm just going to do our wrap up real quick. So if, <laughs> if anyone's okay. hung on with us this long, um, please go find us on Instagram at Cup of Three Podcast. We're also on Gmail at the same address. So let us know what your thoughts are on this episode and um, go follow Dr. Allie and see all the great work she's doing. Um, so until next time, thank you so much. Bye.